Welcome back. Today we're talking to Rob Hay from Collins Street Asset Management. Collins Street have been around for some time. Good performance for their Collins Street Value Fund since 2016. Uh, they've now released a new fund covering convertible loans. Rob, good afternoon and welcome back. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. So tell us about the fund, Rob. This is a change in tack for Collins Street? In some ways, yes, Chris. However, convertible notes are something that we've had experience in since the fund was first launched. Now, you mentioned before the Collins Street Value Fund has been around since 2016. I think the first convertible note we ever did as a firm was in 2017 through that very strategy. And certainly having the flexibility and unconstrained mandate to go and pursue convertible notes as an alternative to direct equity investment has been a great source of return for investors in the Collins Street Value Fund over the years. So are you carving out your convertible note exposure within the Collins Street Fund and adding to it? Or what's the purpose of separating the two if these have been performing well and providing good returns for the past five or six years? We have a, an internal limit of about 20% of the Collins Street Value Fund that we can hold in convertible notes. More recently, we found a lot of opportunity coming up in the convertible note space. And what we've decided to do is launch a new fund which invests exclusively in convertible notes. Now, Chris, there are a few different nuances to this fund compared to the Collins Street Value Fund. What we've done is built this fund with a specific income objective. And I say objective because it's not a promise, it's not a guarantee but we are targeting 8% per annum uh, net return as a coupon to our investors with the potential for equity-like upside uh, over time. So who's the target market? We do have a clear preference for Australian-listed companies because naturally, if at some point the money you lend you'd like to convert and swap for equity and then potentially sell for profit in the market, it has a lot more uh, ease and certainly a lot more operational benefit in doing that with an ASX-listed company than, say, a private company or an international company. Although we do have the ability, as I say, to pursue those opportunities where appropriate. So this is private debt effectively to uh, listed companies, is that correct? Yes, we are starting out with a loan to those companies. Uh, the upshot here, Chris, is that we're getting paid to wait now, the companies are setting aside a portion of the monies in a separate account, so we have security over interest for part or all of the term of the loan. And then also, we have an agreed conversion price. And quite simply, if we're lending money to a company today, Chris, say their share price was a dollar, we might lend it to them on the understanding we could convert it to equity in their company at any time over the two, three-odd-year life of the loan for, say, a dollar twenty. And would you then hold on to the equity after conversion? Our preference would be to sell and then to take that profit. We wouldn't want this fund to turn into a de facto long-only equities fund as such. It would be very much a matter of converting where, firstly, we're above the conversion price, so there's a, a logical profit for us to make, but also where we have surety that there is someone on the other side of that transaction to pick up the stock. So the whole concept of this is to have a bit of the best of both worlds, is it? Yeah, definitely. But Under the scenario of a convertible note, you're receiving the coupon along the way. You've got debt-like downside protecting you. 
in the event that things go wrong or perhaps things just don't pan out the way that you would like and just water treads water effectively. But if things do go well, Chris, you have the ability to participate in the upside too uh, should the fund choose to convert its positions. And are you doing the due diligence yourselves or are you outsourcing that? We do the due diligence on the company using the same process that we have within the Collins Street Value Fund since 2016. But where we have, say, for example, a mine site or a very unique asset, which would be the company is offering up a security, then yes, we would get independent valuations done to back up that uh, that asset that we'd be putting our foot on. And generally over what's the, the term loan? You mentioned three years. Do you have a hard and fast rule on that? Like all of these things, Chris, they're bespokely negotiated, so we do have flexibility and room to move. The most important thing is that the purpose that you're lending the money for has a chance of materialising within the life of the loan. And, Rob, what's the portfolio look like at the moment? Yeah, so the fund as it stands uh, would have about $80 million, uh, in it, plus minus. Uh, as it currently stands, we have about uh, five, six notes in the fund, and it's one that we're building out over time. So every time an opportunity comes by that we have the opportunity to raise capital for, we'll be introducing a new note or, or something of that sort. We're not looking to raise more money into the fund than what we need because we don't want to dilute that targeted yield. So you don't carry cash as such? No, we don't seek to hold a lot of cash uh, at all within this fund because given where cash rates are compared to the target yield that we're pursuing, it'd be far too dilutionary. We'd much rather protect and preserve that yield as best we can by having capital raises to match with the new transactions and new convertible note opportunities that do arise from time to time. And for investors, what's the sort of liquidity terms on the fund? There's a minimum holding period of two years, Chris, and that's very much reflective of the unlisted nature of these loans. They're not like listed equities, which you can get in and out of. So we do have that minimum two-year holding period, after which point we do envisage there will be liquidity windows. And that could be a result of conversion. It could be a result of loans being repaid back to us and so forth. What's performance been to date in the first six months? Yeah, it's for the September quarter, we paid the full 2% uh, coupon. The quarter before that, which was the June quarter, wasn't the full 2% because the fund wasn't in existence for the full quarter. Sure. And also we spent some time betting down the convertible notes once the capital had been raised. It was a matter of deploying that thoughtfully with the companies uh, over the weeks ahead. So the yield has been broadly in line with what we've expected. The unit price hasn't moved around much more than simply an accrual for the interest throughout the course of a quarter, given that it is it is still early days for the companies that we've been backing in this fund. And how do you value the equity component prior to conversion? Until we're above that conversion price, Chris, we just simply treat it as the dollar-for-dollar dollar loan that we've issued through to the company. Okay, so effectively it's NAV of a loan value. Yes. We wish you well with the fund, uh, as we do the prior fund, and hope it travels well. We'll look forward to seeing it on fund monitors and tracking the performance. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Chris. 